0: Welcome to PB&J Connection, this will not be televised podcast. Thanks for checking us out. I'm PB. And I'm Jay. Our health-related discussions will convey educational information about medical research, studies, facts, findings, and experiences of people from every walk of life.
1: Concepts will be simple and easy to understand. We've got you covered, and we promise to not be boring.
0: So let's dive into the world of health you won't find on your television.
1: Welcome listeners to another PBJ connection podcast. Thanks for joining us today. Um, We're going to get started with a trivia question and Pam's going to take that away. Take it
0: away, Pam. Hey listeners. Welcome back to PBJ connections. Okay. Here's the trivia question for the day. It's the category is us presidents who was the first us president to be televised listen to the end of the podcast and we'll give you the answer all right
1: thanks for that pam and pam's going to so, go ahead and get started i'm sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you pam i was just going to give the lead in uh we're going to be talking today about heat who who in the world and literally the world is not being impacted by the heat that's going on Jeez, it's crazy So Pam's going to start us out talking about uh, heat and physical effects.
0: Yes, indeed. Thanks for joining us again, listeners. So uh, there was an article that came out July 21st, 2023, highlighting, it was in the New York Times, highlighting all the devastating impacts of extreme heat and climate change across the U.S. and China as well as Europe. So the power plants that we have here in the U.S. and in China They have been like churning, 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 struggling to keep the air-conditioned demands of everyone across, and this is across the world, because when you look at China, you look at Europe, and you look at the U.S., pretty much, that's the central part of the world. So, you know, the, the wildfires, if we look at the wildfires that are raging in Southern Europe and in Canada, and as well as the thunderstorms and Torrential monsoons, as well as extreme heat, is causing so much destruction in all three of the continents. In all three of the continents. So meteorologists, um, and I'm just kind of summing up this article because it's pretty long. But if you get a chance, look at New York Times article, uh, July twenty one, twenty twenty three, on extreme impact, um, extreme heat, and the impact. Um, and so. There is meteorologists are predicting more intense heat and extreme weather in the coming months. So this is not over. And climate change is making uh, heat waves and wildfires and extreme weather events more frequent and severe, affecting the air quality or rainfall as well as droughts worldwide. So when we look at what's happening now um, in the world, and the heat that's happening now, there's nothing that's indicating that this is going to go away anytime soon. And, Jay, you talked about this prior to, you know, us starting this podcast. You said you see it not going anywhere.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't see relief. Um, and, and uh, um, you know, the, the weathercasters here uh, where I live are saying it's um, La Nina that's causing the problems. I'm like, well, La Nina or El Nino, I don't know what that means. <laughs> But what I know is, and, and Pam, you've probably seen it where you live too, when you look at the uh, the weather map and you see temperatures, not heat index, mm-hmm. actual temperatures in the three digits. Yeah, it's like, wait a minute, is that right? Is, am I reading
0: that right? Right. Where are we? Right. What's going on? It, and people are getting no relief. None. Yes, none. It's like, you know, because of the fact that you can't, you know, after a while, when you think about these power plants that are trying to churn out enough electricity to air condition all these homes, buildings, you know, businesses and so forth, you got to look at the gas emissions that are transmitted from all that churning of these power plants. And so in an attempt to keep us cool and keep, keep us healthy, we're also destroying the planet at the same time. Huh. So when you look at and it's weird because it's like uh, and, and I say that and I say it's weird because of the fact that I did not know how much uh, gas emissions would, you know, these power plants were actually generate, you know. Um, so when we think about it, when we think about it, we have to go. hmm, That's interesting. I got to stay cool. I want to stay cool to avoid some of the health problems. But at the same time, me trying to stay cool or wanting to stay cool is actually impacting our planet
1: and and oh by the way um and uh, i apologize if you were going to talk about this but where i live uh typically people will go into the water to get cooled off like the ocean Uh or the gulf um that water is in the 90s that's nine zero nine zero the water temperature so no one's getting refreshed by going into the water. <laughs> right. so you might as well take a bath.
0: That is true. Did you hear about this week? And I'm, I'm going to get this it's topic related, but it's off topic what we're going to talk about. Um, that the protesters, the right of strike, the SAG mm. strike that's happening in California. You know, these protesters were outside of one of the studios. And um, they had been out there for days, you know, protesting and what they did was they ended up cutting down, cutting off the tops of the trees in order to deter the t- protesters from picketing.
1: Well, that's an interesting solution that doesn't make any sense.
0: <laughs> <If> you- <laughs> Wow. Right, that's what I said. Wow. <laughs> that, that was their solution to stop the picketers from being outside the studio. Wow. Just cut the trees on this block and not any of the other blocks or the surrounding areas. So and that's how they knew, the picketers knew that it was intentional because of the fact none of the other trees, you know, one block over or one block on the other side had been actually.
1: Huh. And, and oh, by the way, not not to go off topic, but kind of related, trees, my friends, are are part of the the reason why the air is cleaned. That's why mm-hmm. there's uh, um, you know planting trees is always a big deal because they take uh, a role in cleaning the air. That's why when That's people so say right. if you have um, plants in your house, they they play a role in cleaning the air in your house. Same mm-hmm. thing with trees. So when I hear about people cutting trees because of protesters, that kind of is ridiculous.
0: I know. It is ridiculous. And I was trying to figure out which trees, what type of trees they were. Because some trees, you can top them off, you know, cut off the top part, um, and they'll grow back. But there are some trees that won't.
1: Well, they'll probably burn
0: to a crisp with the heat the way it is, right? Right.
1: (laughs) Right. Even if they normally would
0: grow back, they're probably
1: so stressed now. (laughs)
0: Yeah, exactly. And and why now and and one of the picketers was talking, you don't cut trees this time of year anyway, because of the fact that for that very reason you end up destroying the tree itself.
1: Yeah, it stresses it, them out.
0: Yeah. It does, it does. So let's look at um let's look at some of the physical symptoms of heat exposure. So there's a lot of physical Symptoms that you may experience um, anywhere from mild discomfort to severe heat related illnesses. One of them is the heat rash, and, and a lot of people are familiar with heat rashes. It's the condition that results in these small red bumps, and, and they ask actually, or they could be blisters on the skin. And that occurs when there's, you know, the sweat ducts become clogged. Um, Leading to irritation and inflammation on the skin. So that's heat rash and then you have heat cramps now I've never experienced heat cramps, but it's the painful muscle spasms in the legs arms and abdomen So i have never not only just in your abdomen like you know women get cramps It actually can can go to your arms and your legs because of excessive sweating Um, The electrolyte imbalances, you know, when people are low on potassium, people will talk about them having pain in the joints. Um, And so this is kind of those heat cramps are associated with the same thing because of the fact that you have an imbalance of your electrolytes. And then there's heat exhaustion. Uh, This is a more severe condition. Um, It occurs when the body loses too much water and salt through sweating. You know, symptoms may be heavy sweating, could be weakness, dizziness, and even nausea. Um, headaches, rapid heartbeat, and cool and clammy skin. You know, that's always an indication of of heat exhaustion. And then there's heat edema. Um, this is, and, and Jay, you and I were talking about this because uh, uh, my aunt, she will, you know, she, she went to the doctor um, not, and it's usually because her her ankles would swell or her feet would swell, and sometimes it could be over-exertion, but in this case it wasn't, it was her legs were swelling. But in heat uh, edema, the ankles and the feet actually, uh, because of the prolonged exposure, that's why it's important when people are wearing sandals to make sure that they put sunscreen on their sand, you know, on their feet. On tops of sandals. your feet, yeah. Absolutely, and, and that's one thing we tend to forget. Yeah, I, I paid the price
1: out. for that one time. <laughs> it was terrible. It's, a it's it, there's no relief. You, I mean, you can't go anywhere because you can't put any shoes on because your feet are on fire, literally. Fire. Yeah, it's terrible.
0: It's crazy. And then of course, this heat stroke, and this is the most severe heat-related illness and um, it ends up, you know, it, it requires medical emergency. It happens when the, the body's poor temperature, it rises to a dangerous level, say, exceeding, well, according to the research, exceeding, exceeding 104 degrees Fahrenheit or 40 Celsius. Um, symptoms can inc- include confusion, um, altered mental state, and so Jay's going to talk about the mental impact on that. So I'm not going to go too deep in that. But there's things that we can actually do for ourselves um, to kind of alleviate or avoid uh, some of these symptoms when we're in um, heat for a long period of time or long-term exposure. And so one of the things we talked about was, of course, sunscreen. Use sunscreen and use it all over your body to avoid dark colored clothing. That's another fact that they're telling people now if you're going to go out, make sure you wear light colored clothing because the fact that you know dark colors end up attracting heat. And light
1: they even, color. and go so, ahead. yeah, um, and Pam is actually uh, right on the nose. There are also um, clothing out there, uh, I think surfers are the ones who probably use it the most, that actually have built in um, protection. It built mm. into the fabric uh, right. that that uh, is like a sunscreen but it's like a garment so if you wear a lot it's rash guards is typically what they're called um, I believe and uh, they have the sunscreen built into the fabric so that you know you can wear them and they're and they're light color it's not like they're they're black or navy mm. blue or brown they are light right. colors yeah oh,
0: that's great um yeah because there is clothing I know they have um, what they call, I don't know what the name of them, they swim shirts.
1: Those are rash guards, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're
0: mm-hmm. they called rash mm-hmm. guards, yeah. So that's, it's always alternative, you know. We are so, we get accustomed, let's put it this way, people become accustomed or have the habit of going out in the sun. And don't forget the babies. Yes, and oh, please, yes, don't forget the babies, because so they will suffer... Twice as terrible. Um, the symptoms are twice as harsh. Uh, there is no relief when a baby gets even when a baby gets sunburned. You know, because you can't use everything on a baby that you can use on an adult. Simple as that. So we talked about dressing appropriately. You know, maybe loose-fitting clothes as opposed to uh, tight-fitting clothes. Um, and we talked about the colors. Always seek air-conditioned environments you know if you feel like you are burning up or you're getting too hot try somewhere you know i know um in florida they have some mist stations you know places that they have extreme temperatures and i really feel sorry for those people right now who are in arizona because their their temperatures are are just astronomical never seen them before and they have no relief and i think about people also who um are really uh, at the mercy of not having air conditioning and trying to find relief anywhere that they can find it, and you wonder where. But it's not only here in the United States, but it's also in some parts of, of Europe. Yeah, those, you know, those... Of the fact that they don't, they've never needed to.
1: Exactly, have. exactly. The the folks are like, oh, I've never had air conditioning before, so why would I need it? And you think about the elderly, for example, right? Yes um who are of meager income and they're like well what i'm not going to go out and buy an air conditioner to install in my house or even a window unit right you know so what are they going to do fans i i heard on the news that fans are fans are nice to move air around but fans don't cool you off is what i heard True. so they're they're not really doing anything except moving the existing At air, air. <laughs> all the way around. It's like, At air, hot yeah. air. Yeah. It's
0: funny because you say that because I was just, I it just uh, made me think about something that I saw on TikTok, which was that this guy had taken a water bottle, froze the water in the water bottle. It was a you know one of those big liter bottles. Mm-hmm. Cut off the top of it, put it on the back of a fan, right, in order to create. Uh, air conditioning
1: so in the uh, pacific northwest they have these units or they're called swamp coolers i don't know if you've ever heard Uh of those or um in the pacific northwest like seattle area tacoma Uh um they typically don't need air conditioning so they have these things called swamp coolers and it's kind of like the same thing they're they're these units that you put water in, and it circulates oh. the water, and then the air blows over the water to create a cooler temperature. Let me just tell really? you that I'm not impressed. <laughs> Let me just tell you, I, I lived <laughs> out there, and and I'm not impressed with swamp coolers. And they they talk them up like they're some kind of you know gift from God, but I can tell you, I am not impressed. Not impressed. I am not impressed.
0: But it's funny you have that have had that experience. Yeah. So. It seemed like you know I, I can understand if if you don't have it if you got to figure out what's the best way you can cool off. Mm-hmm. But with these temperatures that we're having lately, it is an almost virtually impossible for people to find relief when you don't have. Because for me, I cannot sleep at night with heat. Right. You know.
1: Yeah. You want even alone.
0: even in the even in the winter time. Right. If, I, if they. If the heat is on, it's like mm mm can't do this because my I've we regulate I've regulated and just like you Jay, you regulated your body for a certain temperature. Yep. right? Yep. And once it's regulated for that particular temperature, then it adapts. It's it's amazing. I mean, we can limit our physical activity. It's a good reason not to go to the gym <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> I like that.
1: I like that suggestion. Limit your physical activity. Watch lots of do. TV. <laughs> yeah.
0: Just sit still. Just sit still. Sit still. You know? Take a nap you if need you need to. <laughs> right. It's funny because it was like, you remember there was a, a time when uh, you may have been in the house and, and you have been outside playing and you were hot and tired and you came in and your parent told you, just sit still. Yes. Just sit still. So this is a good cue to take away. So you can limit your exercise, you know, you can actually find cooler parts of the day to exercise. If you you need to exercise, there are cooler parts, like, in the evenings. They haven't been great, you know, for being outside, but maybe going to the gym. But I guarantee your gym will probably be packed by the time that you get there in the afternoons (laughs) because everybody's got the same thought you know. Right.
1: And and I can I can tell you this too. I've seen some people who are jogging and they're jogging with their pets, their dogs. Mm. Um if anybody if there are any listeners who think it's a good idea to go jog number 1 in this kind of heat and then number 2 jog with your pet, your dog, yeah. don't do that. Don't it's do not that. good for you and it's not your 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 dog is wearing a fur coat, right? Right. And, right. and I don't see any of these joggers bringing. Sorry, you know I'm a dog lover. I don't see yeah. any of these joggers bringing along extra water for their dog as they're panting, right. and the dog's going to do whatever their, you know, their person is going to do. You know? Absolutely.
0: So. And I haven't seen any dogs, you know, out with cooling cloth. Yes. You know that you can wrap around their yep. necks or anything. Yep. I haven't seen any of that. No. Matter of no. fact, it was uh, I saw two guys out running uh, yesterday near one of the the major plants, and I guess they were doing it for the lunch break, running. Jay, why are you running in the heat? I just...
1: 6 (laughs) o'clock in the morning or 8 o'clock at night is when you should be running, not in the middle of the day. Not in the middle of the day. The sun is at its hottest. It's it's so hot outside. I don't understand. I have to wonder how people get up in the morning and they're still alive because of some of the decisions that they make.
0: I'm You're sorry. absolutely right. Because I was really afraid. Just seeing them run at at that time of day. Mm-hmm. You know, we're talking one one thirty.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, seeing them out and there's no trees around. It's just sun afraid, is straight you know? up in
1: the sky, yep. beating down. <laughs> yeah, beating down. They're not them, wearing hats.
0: Right. right, and I'm driving in my air conditioned car. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I'm watching them, and I'm going, "Oh my gosh, what possessed you today to do this? Yep. It makes no sense." Yep. Yesterday was like 90-something degrees here, which is, that's hot considering where I'm from, but, you know, it's like, okay, but this is where we are today. This is where we're living. And then one other thing that I need to, well, two other things, avoid hot cars, okay? If you have to get in your car and your car is hot, give yourself a few minutes. Don't crank up the air condition because if you read any of the reports when you crank up the air condition the it takes longer for the engine to actually cool so what i what you do is you you go ahead and put on the fan on low right you put it low on the fan you make sure you open your front windows and your back windows because you got it you got to get that hot air out of the back and then as you're driving give yourself a few minutes before you turn up the fan and so that the engine can go ahead and respond um, so you at that time they say 10 minutes into your ride is what I read 10 minutes into driving then you can wind up your windows um, but you can always crack them while you're driving and you have the air conditioning going. Um and then the most important thing most most important thing is stay informed look at your your weather forecast you know hear what's happening in the news about the weather. Look at what's happening as far as the impact that that this extreme heat is having on not only people, but on the environment itself.
1: Yeah, and and, uh, by the way, if you normally drink a certain amount of, of water or whatever you drink for hydration, you probably need to up that in these kinds of temperatures, I would think. I think it's so easy to become dehydrated in this kind of weather, especially if you're a knucklehead and you're jogging at the middle of the day. (laughs) I'm sorry. I just, Oh, and I I'm sorry. I have to do another plug here. By the way, (laughs) if you're taking your pets jogging Mm -hmm. with you, just remember that the temperature outside and the sun beating down on the pavement makes the pavement very hot. So you might be burning the pads of the paws of the dog that you are using to run with you. So I'm sorry i just have to hey, say that's, that
0: no that's a that's a great point because a lot of people don't think about that they think you know their pads are not like shoes
1: right they're not like know? hooves that you know they're not impacted they their their pads are going to burn so yeah not a good idea leave the dog absolutely in the house
0: in the saying. house in the house in the apartment just le- in the wherever yes yeah just let them out to do what they have to do get them back in and like i said like you said I don't see people carrying water with them
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, when they're, even even when they're walking the dogs. Right, you know, right. It doesn't have to be jogging, just walking the dogs. Yep. Um, and you can always put a few ice cubes in their water bowl, you know, once they come in and, and make sure that, because that, that will cool them off. Yeah. Because you're right. Dogs have, you know, any dogs and cats, they have, uh, you know, they have that coat on.
1: They're wearing um, fur coats coat. for
0: crying in the night right they're not bald right <laughs> they're not they're not so jay i talked about some of the physical so please point us back in the direction because i had said mentioned it earlier that you were going to give us some of the mental impact of, of extreme heat
1: i am and uh i got to tell you i'm going to listeners i'm going to be um spewing a lot of statistics here because I, I'm not smart enough to have these memorized but some of these statistics are pretty sobering when it comes to mental illness and how um, the the heat uh, you know is, is a is associated with um, mental, folks with mental illness. And so to set things up let me just give the listeners an idea of, what the prevalence of mental illness is and this is in the United States Uh, for those who are not in the United States you probably have your own statistics but I don't have those but the annual prevalence of mental illness in the United States for adults for non-Hispanic Asians it's 16.4 percent for non-Hispanic Native Hawaiian or other Pacific Islanders it's 18.1 percent non-Hispanic Black or African American 21.4 percent Hispanic or Latino 20.7%, non-Hispanic white 23.9%, non-Hispanic American Indian or Alaska Native 26.6%, non-Hispanic mixed or multiracial 34.9%, lesbian, gay, or bisexual 50.2, you heard that right, 50.2% is the prevalence for uh, folks who identify as lesbian, gay, or bisexual. So, just as a setup. That's just the people who, who, who have mental illness, right? So let's go ahead and, and talk about um, those who are homeless. Those who are homeless and are not in the air conditioning, by the way, they are out in, out in the elements. They are maybe under a tree, maybe in a tent, maybe not, maybe in, under the beating sun, who knows? There are 21.1% of people experiencing homeless, homelessness in the United States that have a serious mental health condition, 21.1%. So when you see those folks who are out there, um, you know, at the stoplights, they're, they're asking for money or, or they're panhandling in some other way, um, chances are, I would say, that they have a mental condition. In the United States, among people in the United States under age 18, depressive disorders are the most common cause of hospitalization. Among people in the United States aged 18 to 44, Psychosis, spectrum, and mood disorders account for nearly 600,000 hospitalizations. 19.7% of U.S. veterans experienced a mental illness in 2020. That's 3.9 million people in the United States.
0: That was in one year.
1: That was in one year. So you're getting the idea of that mental illness, just as a general thing, is not unusual, right? It's it's pretty prevalent. So let's talk about. Let's talk about the heat and what's what's up with the heat and how does that impact. So uh, according to psychology today, the ideal temperature for humans is around 71 to 72 Fahrenheit. Our tolerance limit is about 108 Fahrenheit. I didn't think it was that high, but according to psychology today, it is. Substance and alcohol use increases during hot periods, as do aggressive behaviors and um, other types of violence.
0: So I have the lab. i have to laugh about that excuse me listeners (laughs) but i just i just imagine a bunch of pissed off people
1: (laughs) oh i I mean yeah if it's hot outside and someone's pissing you off aren't you going to get angry probably probably (laughs) so and, and so violent crime and domestic abuse increases during hotter months according to psychology today um most disorders that worsen during heat waves, including mood, anxiety, and psychotic disorders. There's also an increase in psychiatric hospitalizations during periods of extreme heat. So we've got all kinds of things going on, all kinds of factors, um, you know, exacerbated by the heat. It's not enough to have a mental illness. It's not enough, you know, to have something going on that you have to take care of, but go ahead and add heat to the mix um, and it makes everything worse. So uh, according to psychology today, the most concerning is the risk of completed suicides, which increases during heat waves. One meta analysis of 14 studies found that for every one degree Celsius increase in ambient temperature, there was a 1% increase in the incidence of suicide. That is troubling to say the least. Uh, this article said that uh, heat can affect mental health treatments as well. So those who are on medication for their mental illnesses. For those that are taking lithium are at higher risk uh, of toxicity as dehydration raise, raises the blood lithium levels. Um, many psychiatric medications such as antipsychotics, antidepressants, and antiepileptics, can make it harder to regulate body temperature, making people more vulnerable to heat stroke and other heat related health problems. And Pam already talked about heat stroke and how terrible that was. And people with mental disorders are three times more likely than others to die during a heat wave. So when you think about how heat affects just your average person, you know, who doesn't suffer from a mental illness, think about those folks who, you know, their chemistry is already messed up and they're taking medication for it. Can you imagine how more difficult it is? And for those people who don't have air conditioning, for those people who are homeless, for those people who work outside on roofs during landscaping, doing road construction, Can you just imagine, you know, how that's that's messing around with their chemistry and and what's going on with them and their mental illness? And so get this. So we we talked about this briefly, but I thought this was so interesting. Um, This article said that there may even be a new syndrome developing, variously called eco-anxiety, climate anxiety, climate trauma, eco-grief, or climate grief. They refer to the anxiety and grief caused by climate change, including changes to the local environment, water levels, growing seasons, and those we may only hear about, such as lost species um, or the melting of the glaciers. And so that's a new thing that I had never heard about, but uh, this Dr. Robert Boland, uh, who he's with the uh, Baylor College of Medicine and Brown Foundation, uh, he said that, that that's a thing. And so here we go. I'm going to wrap this up because I know we're uh, probably getting along with time here. But this other doctor, Dr. Robert Bright, he's a psychiatrist with the Mayo Clinic. He said that a study of over 2 million people found an increased visit rate or incidence of people going to the emergency department with psychiatric and mental health related concerns during periods of high heat. And you almost have to wonder if they're going to the emergency department just to get into some air conditioning. I'm just right. saying.
0: I'm just saying. Right. That, you know, lots. Right. Maybe they're hopefully. I'm just
1: guessing. But that could be. Because haven't you ever been at the beach, like, on the boardwalk or just it's really hot and you're like, boy, I need to go into one of these stores because there's air uh-huh. conditioning in there and I'm staying in there and... Going, look, looking at uh, T-shirts for about 15 minutes. Had no
0: intention of
1: buying. <laughs> no intention of buying. Just the air conditioning is the only reason you go in there, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. Yes, so, um, you know,
0: all you the know, things that you we know, talked Jay, about. This, this, these, these statistics are interesting, and they're also disheartening because of the fact that the impact that it has, and we, we can understand the impact that it has on us physically, but this this new findings about the mental impact um causes me to to wonder um, whether you know there's been an increase in violent crimes over the last couple of weeks I mean in areas where it has been so increased that they they're putting out these what they call civilian task force, yep you know. Um, and I'm just wondering: Is it the the actual climate that's having an impact on the increased violence that's going on in so many areas?
1: But you said it. I mean, you said you said it's like it's hot out. I don't want to. I don't have the patience. I don't want right. to deal with this. So you know, you're. It's it's really a a, a good a good recipe for disaster. You know, it's like, I'm hot, I don't want to deal with this, I need to get home, I need to get into a you know, cold shower, right. I need to get in the air conditioning, get out of get my out way. way. Get out of my way. <laughs> you have more than 10 items, get in the other line, right? <laughs>
0: right. Right, exactly. Get in the other line. You're absolutely right. Yeah, and, and I guess people are, are, you know, when it's not hot, people are or more accommodating. Yeah. you know to others they're willing to stand in line a little bit longer they're willing to be patient and um, yeah. I'm just I'm just making an observation
1: yeah i just uh, my what i'll say is try try to be patient try to understand that not everybody is in a, a good a shape as you are there are people who are not as well off as i feel blessed by yes. having a house with air conditioning a lot of people don't um, or a lot of people that didn't think they needed to have air conditioning now need it and they can't get it. They can't afford right. it. They Can't afford it. Yeah, they yeah. don't have the resources. So, um, I mean, because
0: the cost of just putting in an air conditioning unit, depending on the size of the home, it could be anywhere from, you know, ten thousand, fourteen thousand, 14000 And these companies are, of course, charging top dollar, you know, because of the fact that they don't have to compete. Here it is. If you don't have to compete for business in your area because you know, air condition is not a, a normal part of you know, the landscape, um, you can charge whatever you want and people will pay for it.
1: And then your electric bill goes up too. So it's not just the installation of something new, it's also paying more on your electric bill, right? True. Even if True. you get a window air air conditioning unit and say, Okay, yes. well that's good, well your electric bill will go up.
0: Absolutely. So absolutely. Because you will end up running it more often than not. Yes. You know?
1: Yep. So I think that's going to wrap this up. But we do have the lingering question, the trivia question Mm -hmm. that Pam is going to answer for everybody today.
0: Yes. Let's go back to the trivia question. Just a reminder to our listeners, who was the first president to be televised? And this is the category that today was U.S. history. So it is... Franklin Delano Roosevelt. It was he televised in on April 30th, 1939, during the World's Fair in New York City.
1: Wow, that was a long time ago, wasn't it?
0: That was a long time ago. That was a long time yeah. ago, long time ago. But what? that was the first televised president in the U.S. Um, was Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Listeners, as always, it's been fun. Jay and I enjoyed so much of sharing information, doing the research, finding out not only for ourselves, but our intent is to impact others in the world so that they have at least a knowledge, a basic understanding of what's going on in the world, what's happening with our bodies, you know, precautionary measures that we can take, that we all can be conscious of. Um, There's going to be, you know, with this increased heat, uh, there's going to be many people who are going to experience health and heart symptoms and illnesses, as well as mental illnesses, which Jay pointed out. Remember that extreme heat can be dangerous, and it's essential that we take this opportunity to, to take it seriously and take the, mo- uh, the, the measures in order to protect ourselves, as well as the people we love and others. On that note, I'm gonna say farewell, the long listeners this is pb and jay and we look forward to seeing you next time or or allow you to let us let us speak to you next time (laughs) 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 on pbj connections